here. Last last episode, I was literally like, "We've been so punctual lately. Nice job!" And uh, we were two minutes late on this. We were one. two minutes late oh, on whole this one. Ninety seconds or something. Oh my god, the world's gonna end, everybody. That's exactly what's gonna happen. So we are here. We are here tonight. We are. It's a Tuesday. We're talking cryptids. No uh, we do have a drinking game. We might as well address it right at the beginning, since we all are very aware about it now. Drinking game is anybody says somebody. Anybody? Ooh, I've been drinking a little bit already. <laughs> okay. We pre just a touch. She's a liar. Yeah. When anyone well. says swamp, I will alert the Bigfoot Sasquatch shenanigans over here that says drink, and everyone take a drink of your drink. <laughs> exactly. We're going to be saying that a lot, I think, tonight. Come on. We are. I got my own cryptid in my corner. He won't leave you're me alone. Sh you're, sh you're stinky cryptid? Mm -hmm. I love it. All right. So, Bobby, Bobby, what cryptid are we talking about tonight? What a wonderful question, Jamie. Uh, we are going to go. We're going to go into the deep south this evening mm -hmm. and deep uh, south. cover deep. what is popularly known as the Honey Island Swamp Monster, also known as the Cajun Sasquatch, perhaps a derivative of the Swamp Ape. Of uh oh shit. Did I say swamp ape? Drink. <laughs> did I did I say swamp ape? That's two sips for you. Uh, two. Two for you. This is it's all going downhill from here, guys. Uh honey What's island. What's on we have three episodes coming? Honey Island Monster. Uh also known as the Louisiana Wookie in some uh mm -hmm, vernaculars. Mm -hmm. The Bayou yes. Beast, the yes. ape, um, and uh... <laughs> you're cheating. You're fucking no, cheating. That, no, but... I'm going. You guys know what I mean when I say that. Okay. Uh, found uh, mostly in Slidell, Louisiana, and Central Louisiana. Uh, we will probably, you know, the title of this episode is "Honey Monster Ape." However. <laughs> um... <laughs> We're probably going to get into a little bit of the lore of just the region's um, uh, version of the, the Swamp Sasquatch. Ooh. That was my werewolf uh, <clears throat> drink, drink call. I feel like I should do that from okay, now on. So here's the thing about this goddamn uh, monster. So let's just start off the episode by saying that this is yet again, we've been on a roll the last few weeks, another version of Sasquatch or Bigfoot, just that is specific to the region of Louisiana, specifically the swamp area. <laughs> Louisiana. Yeah, go ahead and drink. Oh, I love have mercy. Oh. So, Bobby, <laughs> this beast, I think like most Bigfoot have the characteristics so let's just start off with the characteristics it has that are like bigfoot because there are some that are not like bigfoot agreed and that's one of, that's one of the main reasons we want to go into these regional ones is to you know collect the motifs but also you know pick up on the differences if that makes sense and so far in our little adventure through the various regional sasquatches i feel like we've have a list of both mm -hmm. um and here comes the honey island Monster of Louisiana, um, six to seven foot tall, so maybe a little bit shorter than the uh, the typical average Bigfoot sighting. Uh, reddish hair or grayish hair? 
Which um, is interesting that we hear gray because I haven't heard gray too many times when we've been talking about these things. Yeah, you'll hear it from time to time when it's like they're always like, eh, it was an older one, so it was gray, like Gandalf. And you're like, what? Um, but yeah, sometimes, no and then there's white ones in like Pennsylvania and stuff, but reddish is a pretty common. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We'll get to Pennsylvania. We'll get to Pennsylvania. I love Pennsylvania for high strangeness. I've only been to the Philadelphia airport, but I love Pennsylvania. Listen, one day when we're bankrolled bankrolled by Netflix, I'll take you there, okay? Awesome. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, yeah, reddish hair, grayish hair. One of the more famous accounts, which we'll talk about, describes it as having gray hair. Um, Half man, half aped. Pretty typical Mm -hmm. of a uh, Sasquatch-like creature. I have seen in this particular instance, I feel like, and correct me if you think I'm making this up in my own head, I feel like there was a lot of dis- distinctions between um, or or people pointing out that it had like a very human-like bare face and it almost like it just had long hair and then long stringy hair. You know, it, it was like what's ironic is the the description of it seems to be more human in the face, right? Yes, and mm-hmm. it, it was very so. similar to like the last one we researched where it was like this long hair that was matted that maybe made it look like it was fur, but more specifically that it was hair and not fur. Like that's what people and, talked about when they when they talked about their description of it. They didn't say it had fur. They said it had hair. Right. And and what, what's ironic about that is like the swamp ape mythos oftentimes is more, um, leans more on it possibly being like some sort of actual monkey or ape or escaped creature or pet um, more ape-like i guess is what i'm getting at and what's interesting about um the accounts of these uh honey island monsters is that uh their face is often described as being more humanoid (sighs) shouldn't have picked the word fucking swamp because it's just easy to not be used all right, That's, I'll throw it in. I shouldn't have, shouldn't have, shouldn't yeah, have. Yeah, sick of that, Bobby. All, all right, right, so right. what about? Okay, so we went over the the hair. What about the eyes? Uh, yeah, amber. often amber or red eyes. Um, red Ooh. eyes you see pretty, pretty Which often. Is, Go ahead. In, was it say Butch is interesting because there's a little bit in this folklore folklore that dips into maybe that the reason that it has specifically red, amber, or yellow eyes is because it's maybe reptilian related. Yeah, yes, it's possible. Um, yeah, and I might as well I'll take that segue, Jamie, and say one of the stranger origin stories of the Honey Island Swamp Monster <laughs> um, is that a train wreck allegedly occurred uh, near the Pearl River in the early 20th century, according to mm-hmm. the legend the train was full of exotic animals traveling a, a cir- uh, from a traveling circus. Um, it derailed into the swamps. Uh, most of the creatures died, but the legend goes that the chimpanzees managed to uh, escape and interbreed with the local alligators of yes. the region, mm-hmm. um, resulting <laughs> in a colony of reptilian-like mammals. Uh, I like how the article I found on that said, however, this is impossible because monkeys and alligators <laughs> cannot interbreed. Cannot, yeah, cannot interbreed. I found the same thing. But, but, but it's you know, super, man, people didn't know shit back then. But it's super important to bring this up, though, because the one distinction that we have between Bigfoot and the uh, the swamp monster. Go ahead and drink to that one. <laughs> you didn't even say Honey Island. You just went with swamp monster. Yeah. Uh, is it has 
per se, they say like webbed feet. It doesn't have a Bigfoot like a person, like these big toes and the arches, but more you seeing like a web scenario and they only have four toes instead of five. Now, I don't want to jump the gun here mm -hmm. with factor mm -hmm. sci-fi, but would you guys consider webbed three toes on what's claimed to be a Sasquatch creature, a more in the leaning you towards fact or leaning you towards sci-fi? <clears throat> so here's my thing about it. It makes sense to me because mm -hmm. you are in a swamp-like area. And if this happened in the late 20th century, let's just say that you have a very sped up evolution process because let's you do have to say that monkeys and and, and uh, reptiles have been bred together so we have to live in that world where any any of this is possible you would have to imagine that this specific breed would be webfoot because of the environment that it lives in so it, it makes which sense it's, which is on that track and one of the explanations for why it has these web feet is exactly that that it evolved into having it because of that or it has it because it's half alligator, so it has the genetics for it. <laughs> I was going to say, it could have just been interbreeding with chimpanzees. And, and exactly. But still, that would almost be like evolution. Let's just say it's like the first, you know, time a Sasquatch-ish or whatever, a chimpanzee mated with well, an alligator crocodile what, what, wouldn't that also what, make sense like exactly that's what i'm saying like so wise? so if we're talking if we're, <laughs> if we're living in the reality totally of, of, of sci-fi then like sure like all of those things make sense so i wouldn't say that it it makes me go one way or another with that specific fact because it's very on track for the story now if a bigfoot yeah. had web feet inside of like fucking like washington in the mountains i'd be like that doesn't make any sense to me you're confused right 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 that's an interesting take because I, I I I saw that as an immediate red flag. However, I see how you can make the like evolutionary argument. We're like rationalize like, it. We're like there no. are there are well, this is what we do, right? Um, mm -hmm. There are aquatic like apes, I guess that that live around water and, and swim. Like I don't yeah, know. Brie? I guess they do. Yo, I was going to say that um, according to some people. Mm -hmm. We evolved as aquatic apes. <laughs> oh, yes, that's very true. Yes, the, the old mermaid aquatic ape theory. Mm -hmm. So it's true. I don't. I. I. I yeah. buy it. I mean, uh, there was right a. There and I'm like, a um, there was a documentary on. I want to say like Animal Planet or something like that. Probably about 15 years ago about aquatic ape theory. But at the end of it, they Nova. were like, "This was all a this was all a joke. Fake. Like, this isn't a real documentary." But mm. I was like, "Oh my what? god, mermaids are real!" And no, then... only half of them said it wasn't, and that's like with anything. I feel like that comes out. It's like this is the truth, and then they all come out and say, "No, it's not." And then it's half the people that say yes, and it's just. I think they're to be put in front of you so that you're confused. Yeah, could be like a disinformation campaign. Absolutely. To uh throws off the scent of real life webbed uh-huh mermaid types. I subscribe to subs to aquatic apes. It fucking makes sense. Think about it. It does make sense. So this is what we got on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We got a swamp aquatic ape. Drink. <laughs> Um, one thing I will say about the uh, the Bigfoots of this region, uh, especially uh, uh, a lot of the prints do come up with like three or four digits on the foot. And uh, they often attribute that to like 
Low population requires inbreeding. Inbreeding creates deformities. You know, deformities, things like that. You know what? Um, Can I? Yep. Listen, I'm gonna have to say. So far, mm -hmm. it seems like this specific cryptid has a lot of like backup stories and explanations on explanations. It seems like people have attacked it from every goddamn which way. You know what I mean? Like for everything you bring mm -hmm. up, there seems to be something that we can counter with. Well, like, and like, yeah, like a rebuttal. Like it's like they already have this all, all planned out per se. Like they have all these answers and these, these talking points and these hitting things. Mm -hmm. I say they, but sus. it's us. Sus. Us is sus. Well, the, the whole like the whole webbed feet thing in some of the depictions of this thing seem to be literally a drawing of like a hybrid between a ape and a alligator or a crocodile or whatever alligator I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's it's very similar to the what's the dinosaur we did last week with bottled water? If you recall in that episode, <laughs> a lot of the descriptions were kind of like these weird like combinations of the of the animals and things like that. I got those kind of vibes when I was reading about the uh, the hybridization between alligators wow. and apes vis-a-vis mm -hmm. um, -vis the Honey Island Swamp Ape. Question Ooh. specifically. Oh, swing. Specifically, if they did mate with each other, swing. would would the Honey Island Swamp Monster drink um, come from it. an egg, or would it have been given birth from the uh, monkey? It's a it's a question that's plagued mankind since someone discovered. I had to really think about that. I was like, how would these like, like, yeah, I would say I like the I honestly I like the ideas of weird reptilian monkeys hatching out of eggs. That's what me I too, would prefer. Like, that's what makes sense to me. Rather than. Yeah. Anyway, that is an is interesting thought. ETs are us from the future. Sasquatch is us from the past. If you're going to read Whoa. it, Brie, read it out loud. <laughs> Oh no! I'm just—it's a good one. I like it. I've had wow. That's that just blew my goddamn mind. To be honest, I know. No, Sorry, no, I'm really trying did. to put it together. I'm gonna take a, to take a beat for a second. I was like, I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, it. realistically, it kind of makes sense if you think of in in the sense of like if you have like the missing link. The missing link is the Sasquatch that's us from the past, and aliens are us, the more evolved version from the future, looking back on the past, and we're also yeah. looking. It's like a Inception on Inception kind of budget, big shit. So <laughs> Fuck big, yeah, big foot Let's shit. Let's fucking shit. party, Jamie. I'm sorry. Uh, where, where, like, yeah, where were we? we? Where were we? Sorry. <laughs> we're talking back. about the uh, tonight's. I the, love the chat, episode. but sometimes I think that they sidetrack us so bad. <laughs> yeah, we get off the rails. We, we're like, always looking like... this way and we're concentrating on that. Hey, I say if it feels right, go with it. I feel you. Ooh. All right. So we were talking about this goddamn that. thing. And if it <laughs> came out of eggs or not, it probably did come out of eggs. But what we're wrapping Word. it back up to is the next part of the story is realistically yes. where the origins are and you briefly talked about how you know uh, the train came and the monkeys whatever but another possible theory <laughs> i've heard although it's not very well researched because there's not a lot about it on the internet is there's like fleeting passes of saying like oh well native americans have talked about a monster coming from the swamp for years Always. And, Always. and of course that's it, like so applicable to so many things mm-hmm 
And that's what I'm saying. I think that this is one of those instances that that's is happening because there wasn't like a specific like here, go follow this story. This tribe said this. It was just kind of like a roundabout being like, well, the Native Americans had lore about it. So sure. Yeah. 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 Creature man. I think that's what they call it. The creature creature um, man. Yeah. The Acadians that came from France that that traveled down to Cajun country, they had the Rougarou, which was basically the French dog man or the werewolf. Sounds like the Roomba. And uh, oftentimes you'll see these uh, that term interchanged with with the uh, swamp ape. So it's almost like that was a legend they brought down with them, and then they're they actually saw something in the woods that reminded them of that. So they applied that term to you know, it. Oh, exactly. it must be the Rougarou, not a you know Honey Island swamp monster or whatever you want to call it. So I thought that was interesting too. Um, so it's almost like a derivative like transitioning from one lore into the next from the old mm-hmm. world to you know what i mean so anyway um i guess what really gave birth to the legend of the honey island swamp monster oh you got a drink oh drink would be um the first official sighting reported in august of 1963 you got harlan ford you got Billy Mills, Harlan Ford, I believe, was a former air traffic controller. Controller. My mm-hmm. research. Mm-hmm. Uh, retired. Um, they were out hunting. Um, do we have a map by chance? Yeah, let me go back yeah. to the map. By the way, this is in Louisiana, if we never mentioned it. Louisiana. <laughs> I don't know. Louisiana. We didn't. We're ass. There you go. We're just ass. So this is generally like in the Slidell area, I guess, mm-hmm. which is just like northeast of uh, New Orleans. Mm-hmm. But then you you have all kinds Knowledge. of swamp ape lore all throughout, especially Drink. the the western <sighs> side of Louisiana and deep in the swamps and things like that. So, um, twice. this particular instance, the Honey Island swamp monster drink. Mm. Involved again, uh, Halen Ford and Billy Mills. They were out uh, hunting, came across a creature standing over a dead boar with its throat ripped out. Wait, wait, ooh, skirt, you're going way too forward in time. Oh, please. They actually, they actually saw it before then. Specifically, he was flying a plane over the area. Yes. He was a wilderness photographer. And they noticed a clearing in an area that had some sort of like like a campy kind of setup. Um, and they were like, this is way too remote for somebody to be out here. So they found uh, somewhere to land and they went over there and they said that they saw this creature and they just stared at it and then it like disappeared. And that was their very first sighting of it. And then yes. later is the second time that you're talking about where they happened to go back to that same area they were duck hunting at the time. Uh, my... my- my apologies. It's okay. Right. It's okay. It's okay. You're absolutely okay. right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you want to? You want to just finish this off here, Bree? No, sorry, I, will. I will. Okay. So, so they go to this. No, no. I'll let you go. No, I did the first part. You do the second. You go for it. Are you talking to me? Yeah, go for it, Bobby. Yeah. So, I mean, that's pretty much it, right? But you go ahead with the second story of when they came upon the boar. They saw uh, the boar and they were yes, like, who the, would leave this yeah, carcass? They came amongst the boar. Not eat it. And uh, that's when they, they saw the creature again, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Long, dingy gray hair, 400 pounds, seven feet tall, slender legs, large chest and sol- shoulders. There's those big ambered eyes again as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And what ultimately ends up happening is uh, what you'll see a lot of times, uh, a lot of people 
are either uninterested or unaware of the existence of these types of creatures and then after mm -hmm. they have their first encounter they more or less get captivated or their soul almost gets haunted by their fascination with it or their their need to you know um figure out more about it and discover what it is uh ford was one of these guys he's pretty much captivated by the whole experience and spends the next 10 years uh collecting evidence mm -hmm. um, i'm actually let me i'm gonna play real quick a, a video of him describing one of his instances with the the bigfoot or uh swamp monster as we'll call it drink harlan ford is a retired air traffic controller who has lived near the swamp and for 20 uh, years going to the camp Pitching through this ravine right here is where we found where it had been leading off of this ridge, coming right through this little ravine bottom on this wet ground. And this is where we first found its tracks, and it was watering about 50 yards over at this creek over here. And at no time did we find any tracks where it had gone in the water. But once it would get to this water's edge, just as a bear would do or something, then I guess it would let down to drink. And that's when we would find the heavy clawed front feet of, of this uh, creature. One evening late, just about dusk dark, a uh, friend of mine, uh, we encountered eyes. They were yellow or amberish colored real wide apart. So this friend of mine, Jim Hartzog, he took a gun, went into this area and uh, to try to kill whatever it was. And uh, he says that he came face to face with this thing. It looked something like a eight by seven foot tall. And he fired <laughs> on it with using a headlight. But he said when he did, the eyes went out. Well, probably what happened, it turned and ran. And uh, he shot at it one more time. And uh, so, but we went back the next day and checked for sign and blood, but we didn't find any. So. We figured Jim missed it that night. The last uh, sign that we've had, or anybody has had, of this creature, and this is within the last four months, was on the sandbar where the thing crossed the river, crossed the sandbar, and left footprints on it. That was found by a member of the Louisiana Wildlife Fish Commission. And that's been the very last contact we've had with it in this area. So... Yeah, in search of Leonard Nimoy. Uh, that was the episode finding uh, in search of swamp monsters. So go ahead and drink to that. No. Oh. <laughs> but <clears throat> it's interesting because he he had one of the things that he was known for were these Bigfoot castings. And one of the things he found on that duck hunting trip was a, a footprint. And at the time they didn't cast it, but they ended up going out later that night and casting the footprint with their friends. And they, uh, they, they had this footprint. And one of the other things that happened with uh, Mr. Ford is he had like a, all this evidence of these creatures like up in his attic and they weren't found until after his passing. And it was interesting because a lot of people accused him of being like a hoaxer and like a bullshitter and like just chasing the story. But it's interesting that if he had this evidence, why he didn't talk about it when he was alive. Right. Uh, like if he was I, a true uh, hoaxer, you feel like he would show everyone the goods, you know? Exactly. I did watch a very small uh, Monster Quest episode or whatever on this, and they were saying it's because he knew it was all bullshit. 
Oh, and that's why <laughs> so he, never he didn't did it. bring. They were on. <laughs> he didn't they bring were hot it. on his trail, and he's like, "Yeah, this, I, this yeah racket is over." I, so here's the famous uh, uh, Harlan Ford uh, video. Mm-hmm. Very reminiscent. Uh, one of the big criticisms with this is it's very reminiscent of trying to ape, no pun intended, uh, mm-hmm. the Patterson Gimlin film. Yep. Um, so you can just kind of see a dark figure walking in the background here and there, to and fro. And uh, I think anyone that's watched Bobby's Cryptic Corner will know how I would like to respond to this. It's just like, that could be fucking anything. But literally. Not only could it be anything, but it's just, it's but, so badly done. But evidence. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, there, I mean, like you said, Jamie, it seems like people, people were relatively uh okay with not giving this guy the benefit of the doubt people that knew him if that makes yeah. sense yeah yeah no he must have been that. i don't know it's one like of those things character you know i i feel like trust. and whether this whether this guy's like a hoaxer or not like i don't know i don't know the dude i don't know the family i don't know any of that but like i feel like there is a thing that happens with people that go really deep into this and they're so sure that it's real that in some weird way it kind of drives them to the point of like, you know what? I yeah. know it's real, so I can rationalize and justify this hoax to mm-hmm. get people to accept what I know is real. And ultimately, a lot of times that seems to backfire. Mm-hmm. So then what about the point where the granddaughter gets brought in and she takes over his legacy in a way? What about it? Well, I feel like all the stuff that we've seen is is from her, is from Dana for Yeah. Yes, it seems not him. And that's and that's the interesting point that we're bringing up here. Like why is it that after he's gone, all of these things it seems to be pushing for it now. Is it the fact that she just saw the hoax and was able to continue it on and do it in today's modern world? You know what I mean? And maybe her her mom wasn't into it because her mom maybe grew up with the guy. You know, my dad was the Bigfoot you know guy, and I didn't want to deal with that. But now her granddaughter's into it. I mean, it kind of tracks. It makes sense. Yeah. And I, here's, I don't... here's the thing. Wait. And here's the thing. I do want to say it's not that we're saying all Bigfoot are bullshit. Let me just say that going out there, going forward, and we're not saying Bigfoot are not real. We're just specifically saying that a, like, we're talking about the specific swap monster of Louisiana and the credibility of what it could be. Drink. Drink. And, and to be frank, there's there's honestly almost more hoax skepticism explanations of this one uh, mm-hmm. more than there is actual lore behind it. And we'll get to that. But yeah, um, Harlan uh ford his granddaughter kind of took up the torch her name's dana holyfield um and is now kind of the guru local expert on the honey island swamp monster and i'm not so cynical to the point where i think you know someone's gonna just like pick up the hoaxing torch of their grandfather to i agree the hoax. i don't think this is a hoax i i think that's kind of shitty like like I said, there there might be the possibility that perhaps he got so obsessed with it that, you know, maybe he did fabricate some evidence here and there. For but sure. I can't just immediately be like, hey, like, this guy's, this is all bullshit because I heard f- from locals that maybe he was kind of full of shit. 
that makes sense. Well, I will oh, say totally. that the, the locals have really embraced this creature, though, and it's a huge mm -hmm. source of revenue and income for many of like the tourist traps that are out there. And like, and that definitely things... throws another red flag up, right? Yeah. So there's these things. There's these swamp uh, tours, the the Honey Island Swamp mm -hmm. uh, monster tours, and things like that. And so it's it's interesting because if it is just a hoax. Oh. Everybody, everybody in the area is in on it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. But I think that there's examples of that, though. Like even like even if things are a hoax or not a hoax or if part of the town believes it and the other part of the town doesn't believe it, like even in those instances, like if it incentivized the town, you're going to fuel the lore and the legend in some way to build a little tourist economy or, or throw the you know, the barbecue, Bigfoot barbecue festival or whatever it is, you know, every year, that mm -hmm. kind of thing. Which is cool. They kind of take on the, I know, I agree. I agree. Like, I don't think. No, I love that. Yeah. No, I, I agree. With capitalizing. But I, I guess my point is, I don't think it requires everyone to quote unquote, like be in on it, but it, ha it requires everyone to um, see the benefit of embracing it. Okay. I'll agree with you on that one. Yeah, B. Yeah. Um, I believe her interest is for the actual story itself mm -hmm. i feel like watching her say that most of the stories were just word of mouth and it got out of hand but then when she was able to read the actual diaries in a sense actual letters of what he went through that she was able to find or determine what she believed to be real from mm -hmm. his writings, and mm -hmm. i appreciate that she could have just gone off of the lore she could have fed off of that she could have made up her own stuff but i believe that because she found the actual writings and because she talks about those that it brings a little bit of credibility to the story in general and her purpose for wanting to continue the search for this swamp uh drink monster Monster. So it's almost like do documenting an interesting story is not the same thing as like exploiting a hoax. I believe so. And okay. I think if you, I, I mean, okay, wait, wait, I feel like on the line, the line then, is really thin. Hold I mean, that's on. kind the of line is really no, I, thin with mm -hmm. when it comes to real story and trying to make revenue because you're doing something sure. and then also the money aspect taking over. Yeah. And we as a society are extremely critical of those situations. Mm -hmm. And in a sense that I, I wish that we weren't, mm. but I understand it's because money kind of feeds our drives for things sometimes. No, yeah. But in certain cases, we I feel like we should just let prosperity flow. I am totally with you. Through interest. I do not, I do not think that it's like wrong of, of areas to embrace this kind of stuff to, you know, to create a lore around their town and even commercialize it to some degree you think about things like roswell or just you know the pacific northwest in general it's like you know or a lot of those they little play towns up that, that stuff, embrace yeah. bigfoot they all play up that stuff but there's plenty of people that think roswell is legitimate there's plenty of people that think bigfoot is a real thing yeah. or even the honey island swamp monster so it's like Trying. that almost like um it does it does it it's not exclusive to only hoaxes will be embraced to create a lore around a specific area it's going to be actually the, yeah. more likely the exact opposite right mm -hmm. completely yeah totally oh can i also just mention that their campus 
where Dana is at now is Goat Island. Stop. I swear. Wow. In Louisiana, they're Goat Island. I love that. We should go there. Um, then I'm going to try to claim it. I'm going to try to buy them off. That's just going to be a disaster for all of us. So Ford did um, actually collect some casts of some three-toed foot footprints, and some of them uh, seemingly webbed. One of them, I believe, has like a little extra nubby digit on it. Mm -hmm. Do we have any pictures of that? There's by a chance? picture here on the slide. Where, Bray? End, beginning. Me, no, no. Well, that's not helpful. It's fine. It's right there. Just oh, there click you go. On... I just clicked yeah. through. That little side thing right there you're talking about? Yeah, that little. Yeah, you can't see my mouse, but it's yeah. like an amputated toe. It's like how I mean that can't possibly serve purpose. I'm also no alligator expert, but I feel like that could be like a remnant or like pretty part of an alligator cast. But I feel like that would have come up when they tested it, though. So oh, somebody, you know I'm gonna look you know that up. So, as somebody who lived in Louisiana. For a little bit of time and and saw some alligators i'm gonna say that this looks a lot like an alligator footprint and their big fat weird arms okay you best stop honey because i also lived with the alligators and i tell yeah, you that, that it ain't no three foot no not at all maybe with that, alligator that had part of its hand bit off no baby yeah who knows or it's just like know. had its had its little uh little nub You've there like dug into the too much or claw tea. dug into the the mud or whatever um, or they just didn't cast it. A, five fingers. But, or but here's the wrench. Here's the wrench in the gear, though. The, they they sent this off to LSU and the game warden and whatnot, and they couldn't identify what it was. So mm. fucking, I don't credibility to the stars. Just give however, me some however, vibe. is it not true that when the casts were sent, that we were still in the seventies era? Yeah, like because it was, I'm, I'm not trying to discredit anything above the seven, like late seventies, early eighties. No, it's late seventies, early eighties times. Yeah, I will that say a lot that the science today. that we have is so much more improved. Who's to say if they? I don't know. Are I'm like yeah, maybe someone would reopen that cave. Um, I don't know. Gator's foot looks like that too. See a frog yeah, foot? It don't. It don't, baby. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull it's up a picture. It's a big fucking frog though. Apparently, all a alligator arthritis is a growing problem in the community, defunct dinosaur community. <laughs> so I'm going to go ahead and and just spoiler a little bit right here that if I'm Please leaning do. in in the fact uh, arena with the Honey Island Swamp Monster, I'm going to embrace the reptilian chimpanzee hybrid part of it. Okay. I don't, okay. I don't like right. the idea of it being just another Southern Bigfoot. I want him to be part. If, you're, if he's going to be something, let it be special. I get you. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. I like it. You want to distance him from Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Oh, my God. I wish I never looked this up. So, it's yeah, it's interesting you say that because it's almost like the there are legitimate, you know, there are lures of swamp apes through this region just in general throughout the south. And then you have the alligator mm -hmm. and then you have the Rougarou and it's like all kind of combining into this, this lore, right? Um, just pulled from seemingly real things in the world so um i guess not the werewolf or is it uh um, but it? the the other oh. um i guess second most famous um witness of the honey island swamp monster is this guy ted williams yes who basically saw this this 
this uh, creature like quite a few times. I'm going to play another clip from that classic episode of uh, In Search Of. Please do. I know exactly what you're right. talking about. Let's get it. Yes. Is that you the one that feeds the alligators? Hold on a second. That's all good. Take your time. We've got... Oh, I started looking time. at the alligator things. I'm not seeing what I wanted to see, but I'm seeing what I didn't want to see, if that makes any sense. Is exactly. That, um, I just love alligators. Do I don't know why you guys would want to hurt them. Can I, are you guys ready? Yeah, we're ready. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hit, me, okay. hit me. I can't see anything other than this video, so okay. Oh, go for it. It's okay. Oop, there's no audio. Oh, I knew you were going to say need that. It, do we? You forgot to share the audio. Yeah, that's Can I narrate? Point. Oh, God damn it, Bobby. Bobby, I'm going to remove oh, it. You're going to have to add it again, but add it with the, the audio, my oh, love. Oh, my God. Actually, Bree. Bree can you, can you play a hate crime real quick for that? Yeah, absolutely. That's 100%. <laughs> I got it ready to go. You guys ready? Yes. I add it now. I just need to get, get it fixed up right. Get it fixed up. There you go. We can hear it now. It appeared he'd been trapped himself. First time I ever saw it. Standing plumb. Is he barefoot? They don't wear shoes in Louisiana. Never. Never. When I stopped off, it run. It was a dark, dark gray. About seven foot high. Another dark gray it account. jumped about. That's the first sight I ever saw. The next time I seen him, was they swimming the river. Two of them. And they, one of them was bigger than the other, and one of them was faster than the other, and they swam just like a human. Long, long forehand strokes. I tried to get one of them to look at me, and the other one run off and got out of the way, and the other one never would look at me. And I could have shot it, but I wouldn't do it on account. It wouldn't look at me. It looked too much like a human to me. Broad shoulders, what? and arms hang down below his knees. Hands looked almost like a human. Well, I don't like to talk about it because people don't, don't believe what you say, what you've seen. It's, and I don't like to be called a liar. A liar. Lure. Nope. So what's interesting about so, this is that's what all people from Louisiana sound like. If you couldn't understand him, you can't. You can barely understand anyone from there. Just so everyone knows. Oh, there's a variety of. It's a certain accent down difficult there. Difficult access down there, but yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I love. By the way, I love Louisiana. I was like, I lived with these people. That's why I. Time. That's why I know my dad has a Cajun accent, so I can understand this. Everything from Cajun yes, country I mean. to New Orleans is highly recommended by me not by me only by bobby oh, only bobby gosh. that is not a jamie right. recommendation i hate the south there's too I many bugs i can't find a okay, thing but i did give you a hand uh, uh yeah that looks pretty similar to that uh, that looks cool fucking nothing though. like it bobby fucking it looks like a partial like it. it looks like a partial like of it, it yeah partial. Yeah, hundred no. percent. That looks identical Toast. to what a partial could be. It's just missing he the thumb, know. and it only but got he, part he, of the finger. Be, I don't see. I then you could say that with that. everything. Yeah, That's exactly. Not fair. Hey, no. you guys into like? Do you guys like? Are you guys into palm reading? Can we do an episode on palm reading? 
We, yes, Bobby, absolutely. I saw the yeah. palm of that alligator and it reminded me to ask you guys. I know that I have the um, healer's mark and I have the witch's mark also on both of my palms. That's as much as I can tell you. Mine tells me. See, I'm mine tells me. More. Mine tells me that I'm going to live a long time and not have any children. And I say thank you. <laughs> I hope mine says uh, the same thing. So that was <laughs> what's interesting about For the, the Ted Williams story. <laughs> <laughs> what's great about the Ted Williams story uh, that gentleman we just watched on that same episode of In Search of with Leonard Nimoy. Uh, he claimed to have seen the creature many times. Again, he didn't mm -hmm. shoot. He didn't kill them, even though he had the opportunity because they looked too human-like, which, again, it goes back to what I was saying at the beginning of the episode is the swamp ape is generally seems to be described as an ape-like creature. However, mm -hmm. in the case of the Honey Island Swamp Monster, that's two primary uh, famous accounts of it describing it as human-like. Drink. Can I say, though, drink it? Mm -hmm. Drink it. Ted Williams mysteriously disappeared. Yes. Ted Williams yes. one day went out on his boat into the ready for it swamp. I just, I yeah. left it up, I think. Uh, to uh, check on some trout lines and he was never seen again. He never came back out. And you and gotta be cognizant fished. of it's very quick for the brain to go to, oh, this is the guy known for seeing Sasquatches. So he mm -hmm. turned up missing, so he must have been kidnapped and or killed by Sasquatches. Whereas, like, like this monster is accredited a lot to, like, a lot of missing children cases. And cattle mutilations. It seems to be, like, a little bit of a yes. scapegoat for the area. Yes. And I'm just like, you know, it's the swamp. Like, the swamp will kill you <laughs> in various ways. Right. And... You know what I mean? Uh, it's just like it's too it's too easy to just be like, oh, it must have been the swamp monster. Like, so, exactly. There's like so, malaria and and fucking alligators out there, you know. So I was like, so something that people need to understand too, calling back to that very first story we were talking about, how like the only thing to survive were the apes. The reason they said something like that is because living in the like swampland is incredibly dangerous and hard. Not a lot of things live there. There's not necessarily a lot of wildlife. And if there is, it's constantly threatened every day by things like alligators and stuff. Like it's mm -hmm. not. It's a very hostile environment. Like this isn't just somewhere you can show up and like camp for the fucking weekend right in in it, it on that note it is conducive to a bigfoot like creature in that sense because very much always so. talk about like, it's always like you know the, the big argument is like they could be real because they live in the elusive backwoods where people never go kind of thing and the swamp is just as vast um as far right, as accessibility goes uh compared to a lot of the areas of the pacific northwest so it totally makes sense if this was going to exist, that it would exist in a vast swampland where humans very rarely frequented. Mm. Bree, your thoughts? Yeah. I'm just very stuck on the fact that alligator palms look nothing like that cast. <laughs> and I Take just really want you guys to know that. Okay. I'm it's so different. I'm sorry, but I have to. I, it's not that it's different; it's that I can see the similarities. So, but we can see similarities with everything. But in this yeah. case, no. But only if you're like, oh, they lost a couple fingers, and then I it didn't like, say that it lost a couple fingers. fingers. I said there's just a possibility that when they took this cast, and I'm not even saying that it's the alligator's fault. 
Okay, it could have been the human error that they purposely it's the only alligator's fault for so fooling, don't think fooling, it's an actual the, fooling the human. That you're telling me that cast was an alligator, some sort of version of an alligator. Yeah. Uh, problem. We. Yeah, this we, is exactly. We, this is exactly. No, we're not exactly. leaving till we get to the bottom of this. Here, she's like, you're not leaving Crypto Corner until Look, you agree with me. The, I don't. There were literally, and, and I don't know. The source of the photograph, but there, when I was researching this, I saw pictures of a shoe with a weird clawed foot attached to it. Is to say yeah. it was used in a hoax. No. Uh... <laughs> no. You just broke your heart, Bray. Mm hmm. It's so different, you guys. You have I to just realize. Seen... Well, it's maybe so it's two different, two different types of alligators or something like it's just easier for me to think that that's why you just realm. i don't understand why you guys think this is just like an alligator thing i i'm so confused i i just think that this print <laughs> is, in that is not can we can we throw that print up let's 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 look at them right side by side if possible we can't do it side by side but we all right we'll go back and what forth. about that Here, one what about that here's one? here's the look at that fat wide paw but here's uh, the thing, Bree. I, I think um, you need to understand. You just assume that we think that it's an alligator who stuck its hand in the mud and then they took a cast of it. That's not what I'm alluding to in the <laughs> slightest. I do not think that this is a, a honey island monster, okay? That cast, I think that that is some version of some sort of an alligator that would be in that area, whether it's a partial... Because you have to think about it. What if it, it clomped its hand down and then something else came and stepped on it and cut it off and made it look that way? It's just I'm. It looks too similar to. It could possibly be an alligator for me to care about anything else when it comes to that one. Go ahead, Bobby. Can you show the cast, please? She's trying, yeah, but she's there. struggling. Okay, working. here, here is I'll my. Do it. I'll do it. Here's my explanation of how I feel about that cast versus the picture of the alligator claw foot thing. Um, whether that cast is an alligator or not, I feel like jumping immediately to it being a webbed-footed Bigfoot of the South is a bit of a bridge too far to immediately go there, if that makes sense. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I can't like, find it. It's only the most like important piece of evidence on loading. the episode we're featuring tonight. Hold on. I'm going to skip two and see if I can do it. Yeah, there's there's issues. Now the universe is against me. There we go. Yay. There it is. Like, okay. Let's go back. <laughs> let's, look, let's look at this again. Let's, Come let's on. Pretend like, Come let's on. pretend like we've never seen this before in our life. We didn't even just have this conversation. Just looking at okay. that. Looking at that. I can, I can give you my scientific uh, analysis. Okay. <laughs> okay. Please do. Because <laughs> I am a scientist, if you guys didn't know. I'm world-renowned from the goat institute of sciences uh so where the forearm meets is usually where the last fingerling would appear fingerling but that is not the case yeah the fingerling the extremal <laughs> fingerlings the digit the digits the this digits. is this is the terminology that we use Science. i apologize <laughs> right indubitably like, indubitably <laughs> With a forearm is here. I get what you're wrist. saying, but if you also notice, I think five. Okay, but here, here's the thing. I also want to point out then that we all have to like 
without a doubt say that there's no way that this looks like a footprint then this doesn't look like what a foot would look like this looks like like an arm or like a a, a longer extremity and not mm -hmm. like a foot with like a solid behind like this looks like this cast has been cut off in the back yes and maybe extended further so why not could they it's have cut off part of the side to make it look like it's smaller than it was that's what i'm it, alluding to Bree. And, and to be fair it could be a partial cast of a real honey Island alligator swamp monster <laughs> Where did, so i don't know all i'm saying is whether that's the cast of an alligator or honey uh, monster swamp monster honey island swamp monster or something completely oh, different God. i don't rank honey island swamp monster as a likely possibility yeah i agree on that one. regardless sorry. of if it's, it's an alligator or not yeah sorry right. It's okay to disagree. That's why we. That's why we have these conversations. To talk I about will it. say. I will say that I think that Jamie brought up an excellent point, which I had overlooked, and so did my scientific team. <laughs> <laughs> that it doesn't look it like a, foot. Like a looks... forearm and not a foot. Yeah, that mm -hmm. makes sense. Like that's yeah, why like, I'm saying like it. it that'd be a yeah, long like... foot and then weird webbed toes although yeah uh, hmm. brie pans over and there's like beakers and bunsen burners like the butcher the foot just doesn't make sense <laughs> with the size of what it would be like none of that makes sense god damn although at the yes. same time i mean it's just it's just human foot footness i mean could the bed of the foot be so long and then the toes be short and wide i don't know if it would <laughs> the natives. Did you I don't know about the natives. The fuck! I didn't do that. I just saw that in there. Someone just uploaded something. Just says the natives. I, I uploaded it, it, but not to be used for right now. Can we make that? A, uh... <laughs> it needs to be. Yeah. So I was that, thinking, we yeah, make we that a regular thing because we do yeah, talk about that a lot. So we a lot. Like, That's why I put that in there. But in that case, you're gonna flash sorry, that. Sorry for the time. Yeah. Yeah. And play like a flute with drums. Okay, there's so yeah. many pictures of natives. Wait. I was like, how do we draw the line of being offensive? <laughs> just oh, just throw up crying. the Cleveland Indians logo. Exactly. That's like, where, where do we draw the line of offensive and getting our point across? Anyways, I wonder if there is a cryptid where the foot the foot bed looks like a forearm. We'll have to look into foot. that. It's a bed of a foot and it's fingers. And you guys are just really, really critical of what a foot should look like. So I'm foot shaming. It's not just it's not fair. Okay. Guys. Uh, before we get into sci-fi, factor sci-fi, I just want to kind of go over the plethora oh, yeah. of, um, I mean, it works nicely with this, actually. I want to go over the plethora of skepticism in regards to the Honey Island Swamp Monster. Drink! Cheater. He didn't say it. He's a cheater. Oh, no, you did. Oh, God, my bad. my bad. I'm going to drink yeah. either way. Um, so there's skeptic such as Robbie Charbonnet, Charbonnet. I don't know how they pronounce it down there in the, the swamp lands. Charbonnet. <laughs> uh, he runs, he ran, runs nature tours in the area. We were talking about that a little earlier. Um, mm -hmm. uh, 
one theory is that you know these legends kind of spring up to keep outsiders out of hunting areas Mm, um preventing people from finding moonshine stills why is that rare there's no fucking moonshine by me oh okay (laughs) right on um i was just curious um, and then, uh, according to this pretty interesting article, it's probably the most thorough article I found on this, uh, Darcy Nadel from exemplor.com slash cryptids forward slash the Honey Island Swamp Monster Bayou Bigfoot. Um, as with any cryptid, many people have investigated and found no reason to believe the Honey Island Swamp Monster exists and every reason to believe otherwise. Joe Nickel, a prominent paranormal investigator, investigated Ford's footage and declared it as a Patterson knockoff, referring to mm-hmm, the course of mm-hmm. the famous Sasquatch footage. Um, suggests that Ford, the reason Ford did not reveal the footage's existence during his lifetime is because of its dubious quality. So mm-hmm, we kind of, mm-hmm. Jamie, you kind of alluded to that earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, Nickel says that some of the film was uh, suspiciously missing and also points out that it is quite the coincidence Ford managed to capture footage of the Honey Island <laughs> Swamp Monster within the limited time available on a Super 8 film. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to cut up ahead a little bit. So <laughs> who, who just coughed? It was very masculine. I have a ghost. I'm sorry. All right. (laughs) To sum up, um, there are the men's suspiciously repeated sighting reports and alleged track discoveries together with the incongruent mixing of Bigfoot-type creature and the most un-Bigfoot-like feet. Brie. Plus... The fact that preferred evidence is not only a uh, of the type that could easily be faked, but has often been. Um, in addition, the men claim uh, claims exist in the context of swamp animal mythology and has numerous uh, elements in folklore and fiction. Taken together, the evidence suggests a common hoax. Hoaxy McHoax hoax. So I hope I, I didn't throw a wrench in the gear of anyone's no. feelings on fact or sci-fi, but I, I thought that it was worth noting that there's a lot of debunking attempts with this one. This one. Oh, like I said, Mitch, it also seems like they have, they have a lot of explanations for all of these debunkings as well. And that's something that we talked about in this episode. It's like every time you have a question about something, they have some sort of rebuttal as to why that, mm-hmm. no, 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 but this is why. And that to me is just very indicative of like, kind of bullshit like usually when you have answers for everything it's because it's calculated and you know what you're gonna say but most of the people say when they say like they don't say definitive statements when you're more talking about when they're being more truthful it's like yeah i don't know what the fuck i saw i you know it 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 just hold on no 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 okay no no because the comeback statements are the rebuttal to how it could be. Yeah. It's not like, how it like, could be, which is, and that like normally when people are like, oh, this could be why. And then they're saying no, all the no reasons are over the reasons for yes, which would be the opposite. Like Wait, I would get what over. you're saying, but all of, okay. So like all the things that they're saying, <laughs> like this is why, and this is why it's explaining away the subject. It's not explaining how it actually could happen. It's explaining how it's not possible. Right. 
Right. Right. So like, but why does that, you... does that in and of itself discredit reasons to do that? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, because like, I think I, I get what you're saying, but it's like but... when there's like a all these reasons why is usually just because they're trying to counteract something. They're trying to like make up an, a, you know, an explanation. <laughs> sure. So it's like the opposite kind of of what she's saying. I'm trying to put it all together in my brain right now. I like it, though. Like, if there were no reasons for... So I'm saying, like, there's there's little evidence, and then there's lots of reasons why it's not possible. Mm-hmm. Opposed no, to reasons why it is possible. Sure. But I guess, I guess my... It's not even a rebuttal. It's just an honest question, though, is, like, just because that is a part of figuring out whether it is or isn't possible, does that automatically discredit that approach to, of course, when you're trying to try to say this isn't possible, you're going to list off reasons why this probably isn't possible, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying it's not possible. I'm just saying, like, that's kind of like what skeptics, their whole goal is, right, is to laundry list reasons why it's not possible. Yeah. And, you know, I have my, my feelings about it, but it's like, you know, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying, Brie. I'm just, uh, you know, a little bit of playing devil's advocate. I'm just trying to say that, like, Jamie's reasoning was that there's so much saying why it's not possible. There's so That's many explanations mm-hmm. for that, which is why she believes it. I got you. Okay. Oh. Well, I think so that's a Jamie... perfect segue into saying what, what sh- we should sci-fi middle bitch or fact this and i'll go first since you're alluding to think i know why i'm actually gonna hardcore middle bitch this right in the middle five because i believe in bigfoot but i'm having a very hard time swallowing the honey island swamp monster pill in relation to that and i like bobby's idea where he was alluding to earlier when he was saying that he actually wants to distance the two and and more you know, he's more inclined to Bigfoot, not necessarily to this. And I kind of agree, which I, I think is a perfect middle bitch for me, because I think that this there's a possibility that a Bigfoot could be in that area. But I don't necessarily believe that it's like a weird three toed Bigfoot that kills, you know, babies and, and cows or whatever. Brie, oh my God, if you sci fi this, I'm going to be very, very disappointed. Yeah, go ahead, Brie. I'm going to middle bitch this one. Oh, okay. that's fine. <laughs> That's very reasonable. Because I think that it is plausible for a Bigfoot to be in that area and to have those reptilian aquatic-like feet. Because if, this is just in the framework of if a Bigfoot is real, then said Bigfoot would acclimate itself and its body to the environment in which it's living in. I agree. I agree. if that's where it's living then it should have those types of feet it Mm -hmm. makes sense to me so if we're pretending that bigfoot is real then i will change my opinion and say fact that (laughs) i love the sentence if we're pretending that bigfoot is real that's why i say middle bitch because i i'm still that's what i'm saying i feel like middle bitch is a safe one on this one 
Yeah. Yeah. I'm still on the fence about Bigfoot. But if Bigfoot is real, then I totally buy this. I think that, like I said, it would have to acclimate to its environment. And this is the perfect type <clears throat> of specimen in which a Bigfoot would present himself as. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I'm going to go a straight five as well for different and similar reasons. Wow. Uh, um, I agree with pretty much everything you guys just said it really just boils down to and i know this is kind of a cop out that we i say a lot of times at least but here's the thing i don't know if the lore of the specific honey island swamp monster the like the anecdotes and accounts that we that that formed that legend and the descriptions of this creature you know extracted from that legend um, I'm really, really, really skeptical about a lot of that. However, um, because I am 80, 20 on Sasquatch existing in general, um, I lean more towards, yes. I thought you were like nine. I thought you were like 95, five. We'll see what happens like at the end, by, as this show evolves on. Um, <laughs> I don't know. know. I just don't know. I'm, I'm pretty 80, 20 about a lot of things, to be honest. That's a good it's a good uh middle it's a good solid solid yeah yeah um it's like not a fence sitter but it's also not yeah um so here's the thing i think that assuming that i that 80 percent that i believe sasquatch is real i do believe within that 80 percent i believe is real there's no reason not to agree that there is a sasquatch like creature in the swamps of louisiana and florida and georgia and whatnot Mm -hmm. that said that's why I land on a solid five. Honey Island Swamp Monster in all of its little unique attributes, that puts me in the middle, bitch. But the fact that I <laughs> accept the existence of a Sasquatch-like creature in the South, I'm going to go solid middle, bitch. I think that that's our first episode where we've solid all Solid middle, bitch? On wow. a solid, we're all a solid pretty middle, bitch on this one, and I like it. I thought I, I thought I turned to fact. I feel like I turned to. I, fact. I, I felt I? this whole episode you were like gonna go for fact. Yeah, I did too. Honestly, I thought you were really fighting. That's what I was like. Yeah, you, know. you sci-fi this? I'm gonna be very caught off guard. Upset. Here. Yeah. It's a good episode though. <laughs> I just wanna. I, like I just wanna say off the feels, and Before, I. I high roll before we wrap up here i do want to tell everyone in the audience that next week we are doing leprechauns for uh bobby's cryptid corner uh in lieu of the holiday that is next week uh that is st patrick's day lit. and then the, the week after ever seen. yeah and then the week after we have connor bigfoot Anon, who's going to come on and talk to us about his bigfoot experiences so we're awesome. much excited for those. So you guys have those to look forward to on Bobby's Cryptic Corner. So we will see you guys next week. We love you all. Goodbye. Bye. Thanks, Bye. everyone.